overrated. Have you ever been to a ball game and you hear the entire crowd chant that almost like it's intense, but it's so contagious that that feeling of something being overrated? Well, that's what this episode is all about, except in this episode, we are talking about four things that are not overrated this school year. We are going to dive into some things that I think that we need to take a closer look at in order to make sure that this school year is awesome. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to share a review from the listener of the week. Mrs. McKay left this review on the Apple iTunes app. She said, I love listening and thinking, yes, this is so what a classroom should look like. You are so good at putting into words how I feel about teaching and reminding me that it's okay to not always be killing it. I'll be using you to pump me up when I'm having one of those rough teacher days and it will totally turn that vibe around for me. Thank you so much for the five stars, Mrs. McKay. I love recording this podcast. I love just sharing some insights of things that are actually happening in my classroom this year. And the four things that you are going to hear in this one, four things that are not overrated, I'm confident you can use in your classroom as well. So let's get going. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. All right, so here is the reality. There are definitely things in our profession that are overrated, right? They get way too much street cred for them. Maybe it's a specific kind of teacher pin. Maybe it's a philosophy on education. There are some things that that just get maybe too much time or attention. They're overrated. I'm sorry, I just can't help it. It's so fun to do that. But what I want to focus on in this episode are things that we need to spend more time and attention on. Maybe we could say they're underrated. And I think that we continue to learn a lot about the complexity and the unpredictability of this school year. But these are things that I think are going to hold true always, but especially right now. 
So the very first idea that I want to talk about is spending a ton of time on relationships is not overrated. I think that there's been a lot of pressure in society for us to make sure that we are closing the educational gaps. Parents and maybe your superintendents are just concerned that last spring we were creating large deficits in student learning banks. And while that's probably true, like that happened, I think that we can't rush into this school year and start like testing kids and probing kids. We have to, we just have to spend lots of time getting to know our kids on a relational level. And I think we overcomplicate this sometimes. Like the easiest ways to do this don't take a ton of creativity and a ton of attention. Like for example, just this past week, I played two truths and a lie with all of my students. And it was so much fun to learn about like, why did the kids pick those two things as truths? Like of all the things that they could have picked about them, like why did they choose those two things? I think it says a lot about them as humans and as kids and what's important to them. I think what's equally interesting in that game is a lie that they make up. Right? Like, where did that come from? Like, of all the things that you could have fibbed about, you chose that. I think we learn a lot about that as well. And so I think that things like body language and getting kids comfortable um, speaking in front of their peers or speaking with a mask on or speaking in front of a camera, like, those are all things that help build in classroom camaraderie. And when you have a strong classroom camaraderie, it just fosters better relationships. So do I think that we need to spend a ton of time on this, especially at the beginning of the school year? The answer is yes. It's not overrated. Like, I want us all to feel safe and trust and loved in our classrooms, whatever that looks like. And kids want that as well. So... Let's do it. Let's not let the pressure of the education system create this manifestation of something that we know that we're going to eventually have to get to, which is the learning gaps, right? Like we're going to rock that. Like we're going to close those gaps, but those gaps are going to be closed a whole lot more effectively and a lot more efficiently if we know our students on a life level first. The second one that I want to talk about, I want to be super real with you. This is interestingly controversial and I want to give my spin on it. You might disagree with me and that is completely fine. Um, There are definitely some people on Twitter who I've been seeing who disagree with me, but hear me out, like stay open-minded on this one. Cameras on in Google meetings or cameras on in Zoom meetings or whatever video platform you are using, cameras on is not overrated. I understand that uh, streaming is a big problem for a lot of communities and their internet usage is a big issue and camera on um, depletes that quicker. I, I know that. I get that. 
I understand for a lot of students, there's anxiety about whatever background they have if the camera is on. It potentially makes them self-conscious about their home or what, what we could be seeing in the background, and I get that. I get that there might be potential security or, or self-esteem things with the camera on. I know that. But I guess in a lot of ways that doesn't, that, that's not different than what happens in a classroom, right? Like, I think a lot of times students are self-conscious about what they're wearing or they're self-conscious about their appearance. And, and so I think we just have to help kids build in confidence. I think we have to help kids own it. I think we have to get kids to step outside of their comfort zone. And I think cameras on is a really good way to do that. I also think that cameras on is a classroom management strategy. It is really, really, really difficult to tell if a student is with us in class or playing Fortnite in the background if we allow cameras off. It is really difficult to tell if the student is even there, right? Like a kid could log into a Google Meet and say, all right, I'm going to mute myself. My camera's going to be off and I'm just going to peace out for the next 50 minutes. I'm going to stay logged in to my computer or my Chromebook, but like I'm... I'm going to just kind of peace out, maybe even take a nap, right? It's impossible to engage kids sometimes if those cameras are off. So I understand that every school, every single school district is, is going to have a different belief on this and maybe a different policy on this. But I think if we approach it from the lens of, you know what? I'm a little uncomfortable with my camera on too. And just be honest with kids and say like, yeah, my background's a little bit messy as well. Check out my messy classroom back here. Or, oh, you know, I get it too. The lighting in my space isn't great. Like, I, I think that we have to just show sh some compassion and let kids know that they don't need perfection in the background. We just want to see their perfect face. Like, we want to see them because that helps there um, is, is a writer and a podcaster who said that cameras on was overrated. Made a really, really bold statement on Twitter about it. And it got a lot of like, yes, preach, I agree. But I think until you are teaching students in front of a computer, like every single day, I think we have to be careful about what we are saying is underrated or overrated. And I think that for me, this is something that is not overrated. Cameras on is working. And I'll tell you, it has made a huge difference in the first two weeks of virtual learning. I get to see my kids. I get to help manage them. I get to help build confidence in them. Students get to see their body language. Like it creates the camaraderie that I was talking about when it came to spending time on relationships. We have to give kids an opportunity to opt in. And if we say cameras can be off, we're giving them the opportunity to opt out right from the start. Now, that might be something that you have to deal with every single kid on an individual basis. But, but what if we challenge the belief of, hey, I would love to see your camera on. Let's go ahead and do that, even if it's for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, right? Like, I think we can baby step into that. But I can tell you 55 minutes of camera on is working for me, and it is not overrated.
So one thing that we all firmly understand at this point is that this year is different. Everything about this year is different, including potentially the professional development that we are getting as teachers. I think we need super strong, meaningful, relevant professional development that is helping us with the here and now. And I get that some school districts have provided that so far and some are looking for opportunities. And so as a fellow teacher who also happens to be a keynote speaker and workshop presenter and author, I want to throw this out there. If you are looking for wicked, fun, meaningful, engaging PD from somebody who is living this teacher life with you, actually doing the things that I say that I'm doing, actually implementing the things that I am preaching, then I would love to work with your school. Right now, I'm doing a ton of virtual uh, events where instead of flying across the country, I am saying, hey, let me invite you into my home office and fill you with love and inspiration and a pep talk and practical, fun, engaging ideas. Let's do that on camera together. So if your school is looking for some professional development like that is different and is so meaningful, guys, let's connect. Get your principal in contact with me. Get your curriculum director, my email, which is monica at monicagenta.com. And let's get some love to your teachers in the form of some awesome PD via a webcam so you can go out and do what you were made to do, which is have incredible lessons with your incredible students. All right, so we have two more ideas that I would say are not overrated. And the third one that I want to share with you is being silly. Dear Lord Jesus, we are in like the weirdest time in our country and everything feels so stinking serious, right? Like, oh my gosh, I think one of the most refreshing most just loving things that we can do with kids is to be silly and to add a little bit of humor to our classrooms, all right? Now, I'm a firm believer that laughter leads to learning. And so sometimes we just need to hit pause when things are getting really serious or when kids are kind of staring at us with their masks on being like, I'm over this. Or when kids are giving us that like glass-eyed look via webcams, what can we do to just add a little bit of silly? Um, for real, one thing that I did today was absolutely ridiculous was in my first hour uh, class. It was like 8 a.m. And I asked the kids if they had uh, even brushed their teeth yet. Like, did you roll on out the bed or did you uh, like actually take a second to brush your teeth? And some of the kids were like, no, I brushed my teeth. And some were like, yeah, not yet. Uh, maybe after I eat my Pop-Tart. And so I got really close to the webcam and I just went like, <sighs> and I was like, can you smell that minty, fresh toothpaste smell that I just delivered to you through the webcam? They're like, how is it? Can we do, can we do a breath check right now? Like, 
And the kids just kind of stared back at me like, is she for real right now? And I'm like, heck yeah, I'm for real. Like, it's ridiculous. And then I got my teeth super close to the webcam and I made like the cheesiest like teeth smile. And I was like, how are you doing? Did I get everything? Are you, are you clear? And I gritted my teeth together into the webcam. Obviously ridiculous. Obviously super silly. But at 8 a.m., during remote teaching, I think we need to just hit pause on curriculum so we can just have a little bit of of compassion, so we can have a little bit of, of just communication and just a little bit of silly. Like, it is okay to have a good time in the middle of a pandemic. It is okay to laugh. It is okay to crack jokes. Like, it's okay to be you on camera, and especially if that means you're being silly. Like, don't let the seriousness and the stress of everything going on stop us from just enjoying the quality time that we are getting with our students. And that brings us to number four. I don't know why I'm singing, but I am. All right, number four. In the world of email that we are living in, in fact, I've got an upcoming episode about email. Oh, it's going to drop soon. You're going to love it. But in a world of email where literally we are getting 1,762 emails a day, I think one of the biggest things that is not overrated is picking up the phone to call parents instead of email parents. Email, I think, used to work a whole lot better because I don't think people's inboxes were as flooded as what they are now. But with back to school, especially if your school is 100% virtual, like email is the main mode of communication. And I get it for a lot of things. But what if we kind of pushed outside of our comfort zones a little bit and started picking up the phone more often? I think... Phone calls are harder to, um, like, deny, right? I think emails can be like, delete. And I think emails can be like, oh, yeah, I'll read that later. And then they just pile up. But I think when something is going to our phone and we see it ringing and then there's a voicemail, I think parents truly are more compelled to at least listen to the voicemail or to maybe pick up the phone call. And I think that personal communication of like hearing the parent or the guardian's voice on the other end of the line is just so much more meaningful than a potentially blanket email that you send through the entire Google Classroom, right? Like those personalized phone calls are going to pay dividends. And just last week, um, I, you know, I was looking at my communication log and I was like, all right, eight phone calls. I made eight phone calls last week. Some were just to be like, your kid is freaking awesome. Like, I love your student so much. Some was like, hey, I'm having a hard time getting your student to, to attend class on time. Is there something I can do to help? And some were just to ask the parent like a question. But I think that calls are not overrated. So to do a quick recap of all these things, these four things that are underrated, we've got spending time on relationships. We've got cameras turned on. We've got being silly with your students. 
And finally, picking up that phone to communicate with parents. Friends, these are all small things that are going to make a huge difference as we continue into one of the most unique school years that we will probably ever have in our professional career. I want you to maybe just pick one of those and put it into action this week. If you could pick one of those and say like, that's what I'm going to focus on this week, which one would it be? I, I, I just, I really think that there's a lot of things on our plates right now, but if we sort of just go back to the basics and just do those things that make a huge difference, it is going to help this school year be awesome. so much for listening if you haven't left a written review yet oh man i would love it so much it would mean a ton to me if you would hop into the app that you are using maybe it's the apple podcast app leave a written review of just kind of what you're feeling on these episodes especially if you've listened to them for a while go ahead and just leave a quick review and you can share that with the world to let other teachers know that this podcast is one that you are enjoying guys until next week i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for living this life that we are all living together called this teacher life.